and it's about time for true crime hey oh god that's like becoming part of the intro isn't it (laughs) starting starting off strong yes Happy frickin' Thursday. Woo-woo! Friday Junior. Friday Junior. Hey, how are you? What's going on? Hope you guys have fun Halloween plans. Oh my gosh, what kind of spooky shit did you guys get up to this week? What kind of spoop were you doing? Because today we've got some spoop, but I want to hear from your kind of spoop. Mm -hmm. And you guys actually know from Tuesday's episode that Allie and I went to Salem to do some local spook. And that's actually where her case comes from today, if I remember right. Oh, you remember very correctly. Yes. Mm. So super excited for that. That's exciting. Um, I can't even tell you how much I wish it was Friday. I can't even tell you how much I wish it was Friday night. Oh, but um, you know what? It's the little things. And if it's not day by day, it's hour by hour. And I can't wait to spend the next hour with you guys. So let's do that. What a nice way to do that. Right? I know I can't. We can't spend our time wishing the days away or things like I that. But it. there is something that slaps about like a Friday afternoon oh. where you're like, nts, 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 nts. get to go I, home. I have loved. I feel like this past year I've really gotten better at remembering I can do things outside of work on weekdays like I'm still the kind of person that if I did like if I have a dentist appointment I can't do anything that half of the day but my anxiety has made progress now I have another half a day whereas before I'd be like oh I have a dentist appointment at noon guess I can't do anything yeah if you have like a (laughs) how-to on that that'd be really great um it's called I know I can make it there if I do nothing for two hours beforehand Yes. And I won't plan anything for two hours after it's expected to end, just in case. But let me make every appointment I can at like 7 a.m. just so I can like hope to make it to work on time. And then there's actually no reason for me to have done that at all. Correct. Because we have like two hours then afterwards to just kill. Yep. And my two brain cells just like bounce off each other. And they're like, I don't think we can fit anything into that time, right? That's it. That's all she wrote. (laughs) All right. That's all. Like uh, after work, I feel like I'm like not allowed to do more. I'm like, oh no, like the cleaning, that's a weekend thing. I can't. I'm not allowed to. Yeah. It's not, it's not the right day for that. So we can't do that. No. And if like, if I'm going to clean, I have to clean everything at once on the same day. Yeah. But if I like break it up, like this thing on this day and like, my brain does not compute. I really need to work on that. Well, and it's so hard for me because as someone who's just like, I'll be honest, I'm just straight up like a dopamine chaser. Like the <laughs> thrill and by thrill, you all know, I mean, the very mundane excitement I get from a clean home. It's just not as big if it's like, oh, I did the kitchen. The living room's still a mess, but the kitchen's clean. And you know what? Sometimes it's like little wins by little wins. But I wish my brain was better at gray space. No, because if I wanted to, if I'm going to start it, I have to finish it. And if I can't start it and finish it. You can't start it. I guess I'm just really like, impulsive is not the word, but like, impatient. That's fair. And I want things, like if I want to do it, I'm like, I want to get it all done right now because I don't want to lose steam. That's fair. I'm kind of the same way, like, um, with my cleanup of everything going on right now. I was like, I got to get it all done. I was like, one day is more than enough. And here I am on day three, like okay maybe not like (laughs) yes just catch me like jotting these down um therapy hello uh little therapist how you doing hey uh anyway so that's really all that's been new with me i'm you know cleaning midweek jam can't wait for 
a fun weekend, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, you want to get into it? Allow us to jump right into it. Let's do some spook. I think we're going to have some spoop spoop. Ooh. So, yes, as we talked about on Tuesday, you know that Abby and I had a very fun time in Salem. Ooh-ooh. And if anyone's joining us from listening to Salem, hey, hi, hey. how are you? Miss you. That was really cool. Glad we had so much fun together. Um, very sweet and love that you're all here now. If you're the person that I completely caught off guard, <laughs> um, you know who you are and I apologize. <laughs> Allie, okay. So, <laughs> you guys, I was born and raised, I've said this before, in a Christian home. We've done quite a bit, but I would go on like missionary trips and this wasn't most of, or not missionary trips, but like retreat kind of deal so you'd go and were you like a door knocker no but not far um no so we would have like challenges and the way they do this at looking back it's definitely a a formula it's an effective formula and that's not to say that it's not effective for like actually sharing things but it's definitely formulated where the first day that you go they hit you with like all the emotional shit and they're like, this is why we need God. And then the next day, um, it's basically about, like, strengthening that connection. And then the third day, they try to get people to, like, evangelize, like, go out and talk to people. So right. it was never anything crazy. It wasn't like, you have to go to a block and ask for things. But, like, um, there would be something like text someone about what you're doing this weekend or, like, you know, go up to someone in the airport, like, one person at a random place. And so I got a lot of experience talking to strangers about things that they might not necessarily want to hear about. (laughs) Allie has not had that experience. And boy, is it obvious. And it's so sweet. And it's so cute. I'm just way too blunt. This girl takes a photo for us. We just wanted like a normal, cute picture. And... Allie, at the end of it, hands her one of our cards. She goes, and that's for you. And the girl just looks at it and she goes, okay <laughs> like, like <laughs> as if it was like a tip yeah <laughs> like, was like, i didn't expect that it's like i forgot how to interact with people and i was like wait i knew i wanted to do something at this, <laughs> like in this moment what was it that i wanted to do oh right i wanted to give you this and, and so i just like get my you. phone back in an exchange i'm like and <laughs> here you go <laughs> and she was like it's an avocado thanks <laughs> yeah oh it was so good but um, but if you're here, hey, girlfriend, and I hope you are. I don't I don't necessarily count on it, but I sure hope so. Oh, I have no doubt she burned that. But <laughs> um, it was fun nonetheless. Also, you guys, if you see anybody in Salem taking down our shit, you tell us. Yeah, we won't fight. But we won't we'll do, fight. We won't do a goddamn thing about it, but we'll fight. <laughs> but we will cry and we'll do it together because that's yeah. what we do. It's true. <laughs> we, ha- we, ha- we actually do do that quite a bit. We do. No, we do. Yeah. I said do do. Did you? Oh, it's you know we haven't had a dad joke in a while, and I feel like, are you getting like antsy? Um, yeah. So I was actually having a salad earlier today. Oh no! And I was pretty bored, but the salad was pretty entertaining. They were like, "Let us entertain you." Stop it! Stop. I love that joke from my head to my toes. Stop! <laughs> I'm so done. Dude, I walked into that too. Yeah. I just set that up for you. Yeah, you and you really fucking did, did have a salad. You're not even kidding. No. I was like, where is this going? 
Anyway. Oh, no. All right. We will get into it. God, stop distracting yes, me. All I right. know. You guys. So. We're trying to work. We did learn a little bit about this gentleman. It's true. In our little escapades in Salem. Mm-hmm. But, of course, naturally, you have to do, like, a lot more research. And then, like, some of it wasn't true. Or at least I didn't think it was. And so I'm going to give you, like, all the sides anyway. But that's just where we are. Yay. Okay. So. We are going to be talking about a gentleman from the Salem Witch Trials. Now, ah. y'all know that's like a big part of what Salem is super famous for. Hell yes. Now, we know a, not a lot of the actual like trials or the hangings or things like that actually happened in the town of Salem. It was like Salem property that has like later been renamed into other towns that we're going to talk about but right. that's really where a lot of the like lore is from and things got embellished and well because back in the day salem was like huge it was like a couple of towns worth now of, yeah yeah worth right. of land so even though yes in the history books like it happened in salem correct it is now and you know other but if places. you were to go to that coordinate today it's probably it's likely named something else but that doesn't mean that the actual like streets and buildings in salem don't have a lot of history there too it just might Uh, not be like what all of it's credited for hell yes i'm so excited i think that one of my favorite things about out east just as a whole is all of the history like don't get me wrong i love chicago represent um i get that there is like we have pieces of history so we've got like the chicago fire and things that were built up after that and what all a pleasant memory mm. not that the salem witch trials are like something we're proud of but like right but like there was a little bit of history i like that you can come out here and like literally see how sociology works like in practice right mm-hmm. like people come over and then they make their tribes and then they have their communities and their villages and their towns and how that all plays out with like it's kind of like a real life version of Survivor. You which are I rewatching, love. right? Yes, of course. Well, New England is like it's so rich in history. Yeah. And so much has happened here. I mean, Boston alone, that city, you could spend an entire week just learning and I it's, mean, Boston's not small. <laughs> no, and it's crazy that the Freedom Trail is just like there and that's even a fraction of it. So mm-hmm. It's cool. And I liked, that's one of the things I like about Salem is you can go there and you can be like, oh, oh yeah, someone definitely died here. Like I could feel that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of people dying. Giles, Giles. Yes. So they were calling him Giles. Giles. But it's it's Giles and Giles. I heard it interchangeably. I'm going to say Giles because I think that's a little bit easier. Okay. I'll say Giles. Then we'll get the the range. So we'll just confuse everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're the same people, guys. Giles and Giles, same man. Yes. Um, So that's what we're going to talk about. Giles Corey. So we're going to get into him. But I do want to preface this. And this time of year, I think a lot of people are talking about spoopy stuff and witchy things. (laughs) And Salem Witch Trials is like a very common topic especially here in new england yes but i also just want to preface this for anybody who's either not familiar or is but can kind of get lost in the lore that this is from 400 years ago yeah a lot of it has been embellished a lot of it has been just ultimately altered right and it's important to to state i think that we don't actually have all of the information or that a lot of it has been changed maybe from what it was so I, I recommend with 
pretty much all of history take it with a grain of salt yeah the winners write history just a reminder and remember that cultural norms and things that were acceptable at that time don't always like come across and so it might sound really jarring to us and it wasn't to them at the time things like that it's just really difficult like dates are approximate and like right. we're gonna talk about that like ages of people are like when people moved or oh, things ages like that. are insane during like, that time if it's you so can hard. get a birth year or like a birth decade that's very helpful yeah but that's not the case unless it's like a big public like execution or death or something like that especially right. in these it's like you're really not finding a whole lot of like concrete stuff but enough of that you know what i'm trying to say yes we know that england had already had their witch trials okay by our yeah witch trials so in salem in england lots of crazy gory witch trials right and then we moved over here and we were like okay so that's what we're used to yeah so like yeah. In England, it was like more than 500, but believed to be almost a thousand. Holy moly. People were executed for witchcraft. That's nuts. And the mode of execution was commonly to be like burned at the stake. Yeah. And in New England, in the Salem witch trials, it was kind of almost more like socially acceptable because, hey, we're just hanging them. Mm hmm. Or, you know, doing this, but we're not burning them at the stake. So it's not that bad. Right. We're not like England bad. Right. So when those laws were repealed that allowed all of that to happen in England, we sort of patted ourselves in the back saying, well, like, at least it's not that bad. And remember, like, this is 400 years ago. This is still like English rule. This is like, this is not how we know it today. So just, you know, put little pins there for yourself. But unfortunately, you know, here we still executed people. Yeah. We're not, we weren't immune to that. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So we're going to talk about Giles Corey, who is one of the victims. Now we could do an entire dedicated episode on the Salem witch trials, like in their whole, we'd probably have to do a couple of episodes. And if that's something you're interested in, please let us know. We'd be really happy to do that. Yeah, we're into it. (laughs) But again, I... I want to make sure that these are things that you want to hear before we just decide you're getting all of this. So much content. Re- so eight hours of John Bidet. <laughs> I'm not upset about it. Yeah. But I want to make sure that that's something you guys want to listen to. So let us know. Let's talk about Giles. 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 So Giles Corey was born in Northampton, England. Oh. Believed to be in August. Of 1611. So we're talking 1600s over here. Okay, okay. Um, He was a Christian. He was baptized at birth. Um, It isn't known when, but at some point, literally before the year 1640. So he's born in 1611. So at some point before the year 1640, he moved from England, crossed the pond, relocated in Salem. Okay. Okay. So 20s, 30s. 29-ish in the 30s. Likely. Yeah. Around that time. Again, we don't have a set date or anything like that. But right. in 1640, we have documented proof that he's here. He's a resident in Salem. Right. So we've got that much. See what I mean about the whole dates and things? Mm-hmm. Y'all feel it. Okay. Um, so he didn't really move to Salem, Salem. I mean, he did for a little bit. But he did end up moving to Salem Village, which is a bit north, which is present-day Danvers. Danvers. Or for our New England listeners, Danvers. Danvers. 
Denver. Sorry. Oh my god, the Midwest. Okay. Whew. Denver. Um, Giles was a farmer. He was actually a very successful farmer. Ooh. Um. So let's get into a little bit more background. Okay. On Mr. Giles. So he was married three times. Oh. His, oh. Okay. His first wife was named Margaret, and together they had four children, all daughters. Oh. Yikes. Uh, their names were Martha, Margaret, Deliverance, and Elizabeth. Deliverance. Let me ask you this. Is Deliverance the favorite or the, the least, least favorite? favorite? I would say absolutely the least favorite. Why did the rest of them get normal names? But Deliverance just sound like Deliverance. to have been delivered. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just like, that's so powerful. Like, what if she was my height? Do you, you, know? <laughs> do you think that she went by Deli? Oh, that's kind of <laughs> cute. Yeah. Maybe not. Or Liv. Or liver. Well, li- rants? No. Rants. <laughs> no, I don't think so. So anyway, Martha, Margaret, Deliverance, <laughs> Elizabeth. Okay. Just setting the, setting the tone here. <laughs> okay, sounds um, good. Unfortunately, his wife passed away. Aww. He remarried another woman. Her name was Mary. She gave birth to their son, who they named John. Not their daughter, right? No, no, no. Okay, good. No, no, no. It's Martha, Margaret deliverance elizabeth other kids oh okay okay and his first wife and his daughter's names were both margaret that's right but so then now he, we're on to mary he remarries mary huh? hmm. remarries marries mary and then gives he doesn't give birth she gave birth to john <laughs> okay okay then um in 1676 when giles is about 65 years old he was actually brought to trial for a criminal charge oh so this is while he's married to this lady. Mary? Yes. Okay. And I'm trying to, again, I always try to go chronologically because I think that's the easiest to follow. Not A lot of things on this like do not cover it chronologically. So I had to kind of piece okay. this together. But I want to take a moment here to say that our friend Giles is not a good man. Oh. Okay. He's not a good man. Doesn't mean he deserves what has happened to him. But it's not like he's this amazing person that was like the life of the community. And, pe- right, and we'll get into that. So the reason he was brought to trial mm-hmm. uh, was because he beat one of his indentured farm workers to death. What? To death. The fuck? So apparently this farm worker whose name was Jacob Goodale was accused of stealing from Giles's brother-in-law. Okay. And Giles beat him so badly with a stick that he died days later of his injuries. Hey, that, that is heinous. But I wonder, and I'm just going to throw this out there as a guess before you tell me, because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if you'd know or if it was documented. Um, but for those of you who didn't study criminal justice, a lot of our law comes from common law, which is what was brought over from England. One of those things being the rule of thumbstick, meaning it was acceptable to beat an indentured servant, a slave, or your wife with a stick so long as it was no bigger than your thumb. Funny you mentioned that. Love it. Um, not the thumbstick piece of it, but that it wasn't against the law mm-hmm. to basically punish your indentured servants. Right. Right. And so indentured service servants, if you don't know, or, or workers or things like that, are basically working off a debt. Yes. Um, and oftentimes the debt was so large that even working their entire lifetime was never going to free them. And that was sort of the point. Yeah. Um, in this case, I'm not exactly sure what Jacob was working off or what that was. 
I don't even know if he really stole it. I know he was accused of it. It was believed that he did it, but who knows if he really did. Right. But Giles beat him. And you're right. It wasn't illegal for him to punish him. However. Murder is different than punishment. True. But if the beat, if the punishment was just so bad that he happened to die, it wasn't that bad. Okay. Yeah. So he beats him with a stick. The townspeople who witnessed it were beside themselves. They were outraged because it was horrible. And it wasn't privately done either. Like, this was out. People saw it. Right. And again, at the time, it wasn't legal to do this. You were permitted to use corporal punishment against indentured workers. Against your own indentured workers. Yes. So, he wasn't charged with murder, but was found guilty of and then fined for use of unreasonable force. So, was it fair to beat the ever-living shit out of him? Sure. But should you have killed him? Maybe a little no. far in the eyes of common law. Yes. But I think it just speaks to how brutal it must have been if the townspeople who are likely used to seeing this, right? We have to remember right. context. Like, to us, that's jarring, that's barbaric, that's horrible. If that's something that th- that was common in that time, it's not going to maybe, like, rock them the way it would, like, rock us. Does that make sense? So It's true, but it also, like you said, it speaks volumes that that is something that they would have been used to at least seeing and knowing about that it could happen. And to be so horrified that they were like, this shit needs to be looked at. Right. Even if it wasn't common in their town, even if they were like all pretty mellow in that way. Yeah. It still was acceptable. Maybe frowned upon, but acceptable. Right. So regardless, he's found guilty of that crime and he pays a substantial fine. I couldn't find exactly what that, you know. Quote unquote dollar amount. Yeah, what that would have been, but um, he was punished a little bit for it. Yeah. So, again, they just pretty much said, if you want to punish him, go ahead. It's totally your right. You do, you boo. Yeah. Um, Have your way. Yeah, have your way about it, but you didn't need to go that far. Disgust me that this is ever how it was, but that's the context for the time. So, because of this and because of other interactions that he had with the townspeople, Giles was not a very well-liked man. It seems that way. Yeah. You don't Mm -hmm. say, right? Um, He wasn't pleasant. He wasn't kind. He didn't care much for others or about others or their well-being. He was easily kind of pissed off and, like, kind of all around a dick, I'll say. Um, And trying to look past the blatant murder of this poor young man um is again important to consider historical context here this wasn't uncommon maybe it wasn't uncommon for him to have just been like this very unpleasant dick Um, they had other things that they were worried about whatever it just it wasn't socially the way it is today okay yeah so i think it was like evil and ruthless and terrible whatever but yes so overall just considered grouchy and mean so then after this, his second wife, Mary, dies, and then he marries his third and final wife, and her name is Martha Rich. Okay. So they moved- He's got a thing for M names, huh? Oh, yeah. He's all about it. And they moved to Salem Village. Okay. Which, again, was like all part of the Salem so- property, but this is actually present-day Peabody. Okay. So he was in- a part of Salem that is now current day Danvers. And then he moved. Danvers. Danvers. Then he Peabody. moved with his third wife yep. to what is now Peabody. Correct. Okay. All right. Which at the time was still all Salem. Yeah. Because it was a huge territory. Yes. 
So now I want to get into the witch trials and how Giles kind of comes into play there. Okay. Okay. So in March of 1692, I almost want to say 1962, (laughs) 1692, his wife Martha is arrested for witchcraft. Oh. Yeah. So at the beginning, Giles was... Could she like do math or did she live through a flu or something? Right. Um, (laughs) so at the time he completely believed the charges against her. He's like, how could I, yeah. How could I have married a witch? What in the the world? Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, and he did believe the accusations against her and he went on the record making a statement against her, but later wanted to retract his statements. And then that drew suspicion onto him. Right. Because if you believe that she's a witch, why are you trying to protect her now? Yeah. Right. In all of these cases, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. There was no good way out. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. So, as we know, those who were accused already didn't stand a chance Mm -hmm. once they were suspected. And then were already assumed guilty. So, now they're already kind of hooked on Martha. Right. But they're like, okay, Giles, like, you looking sus too. And that's where they kind of move in with him. Okay. So, do we know, did Martha get executor are we gonna get into that Ooh, girlfriend we're gonna get there okay sorry i'll just i'm along for the ride no no i want you to ask questions but they were accused by abigail hobbs hey (laughs) yes apple dabbles um she was a young girl who misbehaved she fooled around too much she was like always screwing off in church she claimed she didn't have any fears in the world she was like a little toughy Um, Abigail was accused and then arrested for witchcraft. She's a little girl. Um, and she even testified against her own parents saying that they had also practiced witchcraft. So she admitted to it. She said, yes, I'm guilty of this, but you know, but you know who else is are my parents Yeah. in an attempt to save herself. So she was spared because she agreed to help the authorities find the other witches in the town. Yeah. And I've heard that was relatively common, right? Like certain people, if you were compliant or agreed and like repented and all of that, basically you'd still be in jail, but like you'd be alive so you can help. Right. Okay. So she ended up sort of working with whatever authorities you want to call them. Right. Um, with seeking out the other witches and really helping rid the town of all of this evil. So that's when she names Giles and Martha as fellow witches, saying that we've practiced together. Okay. We danced naked in the woods with the devil, eating babies, all that. Correct. Yeah, we did all of those things. And I believe, a side note, is Abigail and her parents were spared. Oh, that's nice. So I don't don't believe that they... I could be wrong. But for a lot of the sources that I read said that they were spared. So I thought that was, like, sort of interesting, yeah. But it's not the same for Giles and Martha, but we're going to get there. No. So that's how they were accused, later arrested. It was really just this town girl said they're in on this too. She'd already admitted to it. They had her where they wanted her to be. And right. so whoever she pointed to, they were already not very liked. I don't think that Martha had ever done anything, but like, let's not forget that Giles had the criminal history that made him not very well liked. He was kind of a nasty man. Well, and let's also not forget that you know of all of these women that he's been married to even though his first wife died it's like crazy first and second wife. yeah but yeah. It, it's that whole like that puritan i, I want to say like chastising almost for lack of a better word where you have to do so many things just exactly 
by yeah, the book. Just so. Right. And if he had gone about any of those things poorly, you know what I mean? Even if he didn't like have a long enough mourning period, that would have been enough for people to turn on him. Yeah. I mean, and again, and of course, you know, he fucking murdered someone. That's not okay. Like, oh, absolutely. But then in turn, they're all murdering people. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just. Oh, yeah. No, it's tit for tat here. Nobody is better than each other. Right. And um, so it's just it's all very interesting just how like one accusation was like once you're accused you're immediately it's a snowball yeah you're guilty um and with that by march of 1692 martha was arrested Mm -hmm. and then just a month later in april giles was arrested okay that took longer than i would have expected i thought it was gonna be like a week or two no so a whole month later and in that time he had originally believed and then kind of second guessed, oh, maybe Martha isn't. I don't right. I don't think so. I didn't see her doing that, blah, blah, blah. And then Abigail's like, well, him too. Yeah. And they're like, ah, yes. And who knows if they were telling her, you need to implicate these people. Yeah. You know what I mean? We just don't know. I right. always play devil's advocate. I always want to ask those questions. So you guys can choose to believe what you would like. But that's just my little, like, digging around in there. Well, and also, you guys, I mean as someone who likes the idea of witchcraft like it sounds fun it sounds spooky or whatever at this time so much of this was really just like he said she said games of who's a witch oh yeah and if like you had a cough and then like three months later you didn't have that cough anymore they were like oh you're a witch so you sold your soul to the devil right to get rid of that cough. correct or if you could like count your fingers and toes oh my god you're evil i know or like if they threw you in a lake and you drowned it's like, oh, maybe you weren't a witch, but yeah. if you learned if you to were. swim or like could like save yourself, well, then you're a witch. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. It was just these things. It's like, if I tell you to hold your breath for five minutes and you breathe, you're a witch. Yeah. But if you hold it, you're a witch. You're a witch. So <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. Correct. So March and April of 1692, they're arrested. They're imprisoned until September of that year. And this is when they were set to go to trial. So at this time, Giles is 81 years old. Holy hell. 81 it's years made old. made of some thick stock. What the hell? In the 1600s, to be 81. Yeah. Just want to leave that there. Jeez. Because that's, I mean, that's a damn good run. It's impressive. It's. I'd be impressed if I make it to 81. And like, we're in like... You know. 400 years later, man. Yeah. So, Damn. yeah, pretty crazy. So when Giles had his day in court, he was required to enter a plea of either guilty or not guilty. Okay. You know, that's you have to you have to plead. And he stayed silent. Okay. So those who had accused him had also accused others. And the court, the same court, had sided with those accusers. So everyone that has, was accused beforehand by the same people in their day of court when they pled not guilty mm-hmm. the court disregarded that and found them guilty and really wouldn't entertain any not guilty please yeah or any evidence of the contrary Ugh. so you showed up you were in court you were already guilty it did not matter what you said yeah and giles knew this so he felt like okay i'm doomed before i even start because they believed everyone else before right they're going to believe them, you know, after everyone after me, that's yep. not, you know, anyone but the people who are accused, then 
I'm I'm going to be guilty. That's just what it is. Right. And of course, also, if you're a townsperson and you defend an accused, suddenly you're accused. Exactly. So and no one wants to take that risk. Right. It, you're literally taking your life in your own hands to even be like, no, they're not a witch. And plus, let's remember his shitty reputation. Remember what happened not too long ago. Right. It's very easy to ca- cast that. Huh? Shadow. Get it cast? Mm-hmm. Like witch yeah. spell? Any, no? All right. No takers? All right. Well, whatever. So. Um, he was pretty confident in what was going to come of that. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is the trial cannot move forward without him entering a plea. Okay. So he had actively and loudly denied the accusations. I didn't do it. Vocalized that he yeah. was innocent. But when it came to enter his plea in court, he just simply didn't. He just stayed mute. Oh. So... He knew that everyone before him pled not guilty, was still found guilty, and put to death for witchcraft. And Giles did not want to be labeled as guilty, and he didn't want to be put to death and, like, after his death, be known as a witch. Right. So, um, it didn't even seem that he was fighting the fact that he would be killed in this matter because he had pretty much sort of accepted that he would be put to death. Well, no offense, but 81 in the 1600s, that's a good run. But he... Regardless of whether he entered a plea or not, that just that was fact. But again, he didn't want to go to his grave having been labeled a witch when he knew that he wasn't. Right. Another theory here, aside from just being called that and standing his ground saying, I know you're going to kill me anyway, but I'm not budging on this, Mm -hmm. is what he feared would come of his property and his belongings. Mm. So... It wasn't uncommon in that time, and especially in England, where he was from, that if someone was put to death as a result of a felony conviction, their property would be seized by the government. Right. And so not passed down to the next of kin. So if they had a will or they had... Children. Yeah, people that it was set to go to, then that would be ignored because if you're a criminal, the state's going to take it. The government's going to take it. Well, you know, there's no state then, but you know what I'm saying. Like, the government's going to seize that. Right. Which, doesn't that just sort of... I don't know, incentivize the government to put you to death. Oh, so absolutely. They can have your, he's a very wealthy farm. Like He's he's not a successful farmer. Yeah, yeah. He, he like actually has a pot to piss in. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that they can actually benefit from taking his shit. Yeah. Okay. So if he were to be found guilty and put to death as a result, then the government would seize his farm, his home, everything he had, leave his children, grandkids, whatever, with nothing. Mm-hmm. But without entering a plea... The court couldn't find him guilty. He would just... There would be no trial to find him guilty in. Do you see Hell what I'm saying? Hell yes. Do you following me? Yes. So if he stays silent and they kill him anyway, then the government can't... Right. Call him... Can, yeah. Because he wasn't found... A witch. Yeah. Right. He wasn't found guilty. So another interesting thing here is that there was actually a law in place that said that even a conviction wouldn't result in the convict's estate being seized by the government okay so there was a law in place that differed from the english law right that said even if you are put to death for a felony your property goes on to the next of kin right but the reason that giles might have still believed that the first law was true was because that they were ignoring that law well of course they still seized it they just pretended it wasn't on the books and still took it so right whether giles knew that it was on the books or not that they couldn't take it he was pretty damn sure that they were going to anyway right 
if they found him guilty and so that was the only thing he had because he knew that the family would actually have a leg to stand on to fight if he wasn't found guilty so i i'm getting into it a lot but those are sort of the the things that we point to because again he stayed silent on the matter we couldn't ask him yeah why he wouldn't say anything but it's pretty much assumed that it's he doesn't want to be labeled as that and he knows his shit will not go to his family if he is right so he's accepted death and and he's moving on so the court is pissed naturally because they haven't had anyone like bucket that yet yeah he's the first one to be entirely silent and they are not happy about this oh gosh so they resort to an ancient torture practice in an attempt to make him talk so if they're saying you're not going we're telling you you need to enter something you're staying silent then we're going to try force your hand right we're gonna make you (laughs) we're gonna subject you to so much pain that you'll cry out you'll say anything we tell you to say right okay so the practice that we're going to get into was literally written into law illegal they just made the shit up love it just making it up just doing what they want i don't love it you guys (laughs) so the practice that we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. oh god in french it's it's french and it's terrible it's like oh i don't want to say it what is it it's like i i can't speak french like pna forte you do let me see it's the top line there it is Pain forte et deux, which is something strong and something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get into it. Love it. Um, it's strong and harsh punishment. Ooh. So there you go. Look at that. Um, so that's what I'm going to call it because uh, never going to speak French again. Okay. Um, also, besides being called strong and harsh punishment, it's mm-hmm. referred to as pressing. Any thoughts on what that might be? We'll go around the room. Abby, what do you think? Pressing? Yeah. As in, what do I think it means in practice? Yeah, like what is that? What's your guess? Pressing the person with something. Like it's like uncomfortable? Yeah. Like a cute little squeeze? Um, Probably more than that if it's a strong and harsh punishment. Like an ancient torture device? Yeah. yeah. So... I found like maybe they wait until he has to pee really bad and then they just start putting pressure on his bladder. But they're like, don't pee yourself. Don't do it. <laughs> um, I think he would have preferred that. I'm sure he would. <laughs> um, but yes, you're very cl- It's just, it's literally it's torture and it's awful. And it sounds it is exactly what it sounds like, which is just horrible. Uh, so this interesting book that I found. Him. Oh, yeah. No, you'll Oy see. Vey. So um, this will be linked in the show notes. As always with all of the sources, you guys know this by now, Um, but the book is called The Salem Witch Trials, A Reference Guide, and it's written by K. David Goss. Thanks, K. Um, David. And so a lot of the information that we've talked about today has come from this book, but there are a couple of excerpts that I want to read for you. Okay. So after Giles had refused to enter the plea, the court had ordered that he be pressed. This is the quote. Mm Mm-hmm. So, in talking about what happened next, it says, He was removed from the courtroom and taken to a nearby field where he was staked upon the ground, face upwards. A heavy beam was placed on his chest, and then rocks were gradually piled on the beam in ever-increasing amounts. The purpose of this gradual process was to force the accused to rethink his position and enter a plea. So, they 
lay him out uh-huh put something over his body yeah like a like a basically like a like a board i'm assuming it's like a two beam. by four or some kind yeah. of shit yeah and then just start stacking like these like boulders and like Jeez. and with like some time in between like so each time he's got an opportunity to decide to enter a plea mm-hmm. like they're still giving him time like if you want to talk you can do this you can stop this right now right. and then he would stay silent and they'd add another one and then another one and then another one and it would just go on like that and again the goal is just to force him to be writhing in so much pain that he just decides that saying something is better than dealing with this but you know what he says instead what he says more weight giles so and some people are like well that's so heroic i'm like really i think he just wanted to die quicker like he knew that you know bring it on come on i'm not saying anything but he was firm in that he wasn't going to let what he built all of his life not go to his family right and let them get the better of him by either admitting to something he didn't do or trying to tell them again that he didn't do it and still be told that he's lying and that he did and then still be put to death for it anyway and still have it taken away from his family yes yeah so that's what he had decided so his trial had begun on september 16th 1692 he was ordered to be pressed that same day when he wouldn't enter the plea and then on september 18th he was excommunicated by his church so oh that when he gosh. died, he couldn't yeah. have a proper burial. Yeah. And so that when he died, he would not be a member of the church. And then he died later on the 18th. So he was literally excommunicated from his church while he's being pressed. Like way to literally kick a man while he's down. Yeah. They just said, oh, some salt and rub that. Like they literally face? just kicked like, dirt in his face. Yeah. Hell. They were like, and there you go. There's one for you too. Okay. So he died later on the 18th after two days of literally being crushed to death. That sounds like, I'm, I was going to say torture, but obviously, um, 48 hours is insanity. To struggle to breathe, to have your entire body be crushed. He's 81. Dude, I have asthma. I can't make it up the stairs one flight without being like, <gasps> okay, let's go. Like, I can't 80. imagine being 81. I was I was struggling to breathe wearing a mask uh-huh. in COVID. You know what I mean? I don't know what you do. Like, I thought that was tough. Jesus. Yeah. That and knowing that each, you know, minute or so it's getting worse and worse and worse. And a gathering sort of like formed. Well, of course. Because this was like the first of its kind. They hadn't seen this mode of torture. Well, and also, what else are you going to do? It's Puritan salem in the 1600s like and if you're watching if you're in the courtroom waiting for him to enter a plea whether you believe that he did or not you sure shit aren't gonna say that you don't think he did because you know that'd be you next but like they say okay come with me and they grab him and they move him to like the field outside uh yeah yeah, you might follow yeah to see what's going on with that maybe he'll submit a plea i gotta see i mean you know people are also nosy Correct. People being me, I'm people. I'm nosy. I would probably do that. But people are also terrified in their own. Like, they don't want to be the next right. one accused. What if... if what you're, if that's you? If you're not vocally yelling against, like, like, put him to death or, you know, agreeing, are they going to say, hey, why were you a little quiet in that courtroom? Like, are you a witch? Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if it was literally as easy as just someone saying, I think you did it, or, like, having a dream about yeah. you. Like, do you I know how many dream. weird dreams I have? 
Yeah, Could I you imagine if, if people were put to death as a result? Like, my third grade teacher. Like, it would be like yes. like now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the things you... Th- oh, God. Ugh. But that was just literally how little it was. Right. And typically in, like, the Salem witch trials, they were hanged. Yeah. So, for this mode of execution, and again, someone who wasn't found guilty, because he couldn't have been yet, mm-hmm. to be put to death, this gathered a crowd. Of course. So, he died the 18th. People were kind of distraught by this. They were really disturbed seeing uh, an old man literally crushed to death, regardless yeah. of whether you liked him or not. He, They felt like he stood firm in, in his faith and what he believed, and also that he wasn't going to let his family go through that. Well, and also, like, just in general, terrifying to see the one place that's supposed to be upholding the law, not only breaking it, but breaking it and executing someone who didn't deserve it you know what i mean and just making up laws right just just fully making up laws and just knowing in the back of your head like okay that could be me that could be my kid that could be whatever because all it takes like you said a dream from your neighbor that you like made a wrong noise at 3 a.m when you stubbed your toe Mm -hmm. terrifying or like a black cat is like hangs around your house right and they're like oh my god it's a familiar (laughs) Which, like, um, yeah, no, I'd be the cat lady. Thank you. Yeah, I would like all of them. I'd have all the... People are going to be mean to the black cats? Give me them. Yeah. I'm going to give them all. They're going to have so much room to do zoomies. We're going to have milks. We're going to watch the birds They're going to have the little go-gurts. They're going to have lots of toys. Nice wet food that makes me gag when I open it, but they're worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all that. Yeah. And they can just sit and and watch, okay? If you don't want to do that. But then I'd, you know, I'd be executed. But anyway, um, so his wife, Martha was in the last batch of people to be executed in the Salem Witch Trials. So you asked about his wife. Sadly, she was executed. Ugh. She was put to death. She was hanged on September 21st. So, Do we know a rough age estimate on Martha? We do not. Okay. Not that I'm aware of. My guess is significantly younger than him. That was my thought, too. But I was also like, I don't... I feel like she must have been, but I, I don't want to throw that out there as like a creepy thing. I just... But that he, seems like the times. But right? hearing all of this too, if you take the like the ages out of it, I would have said Giles would have been like in his thirties or forties right. at this point. So who knows? Yeah. But she was hanged a Aww. couple days later, and then by October, the Salem witch trials had ended. And oh my gosh! And by May of sixteen ninety three, so just the following May, right? Those that were imprisoned on you know charges of witchcraft or suspicion yeah we're all released and the hysteria the the fucking draw yeah dude. the hysteria surrounding witches and witchcraft and all of that pretty much subsided in massachusetts yeah but it's suspected though that due to the public and gruesome nature of guile's death right that that was one of the catalysts that really motivated people to speak up and like put an end to it because it was so bad he was so old he didn't give in to it and it was so public and there was nothing to say that he did it right there was no reason to do that to him and so it's believed that among many things this was one of the things that gave people a little bit of a leg to stand on and say what the fuck is going on here right um so was he a good person by all means no (laughs) yeah um but do even bad people have rights yes yes so You're now right. we weren't America yet. So, uh, you know, we can't say like, oh, the, the rights and the like, that's not we that didn't yeah, exist. That's, you that's know, another hundred years or so. But 
I think that it is important to recognize that even though he wasn't like a good person by any means, did he deserve that? No. Right. Was that right or just or correct? And and look how easy it was for someone's life to be completely, you know, wrecked. Yeah. Yeah. And like turned on its head for no reason other than what a townsgirl probably being forced to accuse you of doing something that you quite literally didn't and could not have done well and i'll say this you know if there's any silver linings in this big stupid like fat gray cloud um at least abigail and her parents seemingly are doing like are doing okay are doing we're doing okay if you thought 81 was old wait till you hear how old they are (laughs) um and hopefully that was some sort of reconciliation for him or his kids or something. Cause I'm sure they knew too. Like at that point, anybody is up for grabs, mm-hmm. like literally. Well, and his wife, like I'm sure either watched him die or had to heard, hear about, heard about it. it later. If she didn't hear it right outside the freaking yeah. jail, I don't know where it was located. It, yeah. It was, it was in a field right next to the jail. So yeah. if she, if she wasn't brought out to watch, I mean, who knows what they subjected them to. Right. And, you know, that's ju- that's just really messed up. And a little fun fact here. Mm-hmm. And I do have to fact check this and I do have to um, ask my aunt. But apparently, yes, we have a relative that was accused and imprisoned during the Salem Witch Trials, but sadly died while she was imprisoned and Ooh. thus was not hanged, but I believe was set to be sad. So there's my little connect, my little personal connect there. Have you ever done anything weird like taking the glass out of a snake cage at the zoo or and, like um, start like yeah to it and have it be like thanks as it walks away and have walks it away. My as gosh. It, as oh. it grows legs and I need Friday trips Dudley. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever done that? Um, Every Saturday since I was 12. I think we need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got that going. But yeah, that's the story of Giles, Corey. And if you guys want any more on Salem witchiness or any other, co- again, you got to let us know if you want some super historical stuff because you know we want to get into that. But we're not going to yes. do that if that's not something you want to hear because you guys, we're here for you. And I will say this, like, as I've learned about the Salem witch trials over time, it's been very interesting to hear how the theories have changed. So, like, one that I know a lot of people stand behind was the whole idea that their wheat crops had a mold growing on it that season that would produce like hallucinations and mind altering sort of experiences for those who took it. And it was more noticeable in like younger children, which is, of course, where all of this started. Mm-hmm. But um, I also think, you know, even if that is not the sole reason or the majority of the reason I mean, it was the 1600s in Puritan America. It was like dog eat dog, right? Because it's we're a new freaking country. There's a lot of well, we're not even we're not even a, our own country well, yet. Yeah, but you know we're on new soil, yeah. so we're not established really. Um, there's a bunch of conflict with the natives who we stole land from. We also have the English who literally just had their witch trials. So why wouldn't that also end up happening here? We did everything right. they did. And they were like, it's not that bad. We didn't, like, burn anyone. No, they weren't, like, burned alive. They just pressed a man to death for two days. NBD, NBD. It, like, doesn't matter that he was elderly. Mm -mm, We don't care. No. Although, fully fuck him for owning people and also killing one. But he didn't deserve to be fully, like, killed this way, yeah. But 
you know, we when we talk about humanity and who's deserving of what, you it can be someone you hate with all but right and they still don't deserve to be tortured until they die for days on end or be basically executed for a crime that there was literally no evidence that first of all it wasn't even a crime because it wasn't real and yeah (laughs) it wasn't like what that is so like that is one of the things that the whole salem witch trials thing really kills me about just because the whole thing, like the entire thing, is just like, mm, I think this happens. And I mm-hmm. think you like it. And they're like, kill them. Like, yep. what the hell were they doing? Or also the fact that a lot of it was likely just like children with epilepsy. Yeah. And it's just like they have seizures. Like, imagine like having a seizure and they're like, oh my God, it was the devil. And it's like, no, the candle was flickering. What the fuck? Yeah. And like,. <laughs> You didn't notice that when the light's like flashing at me, like I, I, I almost die. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Jeez. You know, if she can't speak, she's not speaking in tongues. I'm just going to throw that out there. I know. Oh, my ridiculous. Word. So there was a lot of, there's a lot to get into there. I would like to do that, but I can always save it for next year. We can always save it to like completely non-thematic at all and do it like in May. Hell yeah. Just like a random <gasps> not fall time you know how they do like christmas in july yes we should do halloween in may oh i kind of like it <laughs> Ooh. <Spooky May. laughs> yeah it has like a different ring to it it really does we'll find a good one it's not spooptober no it's, it's mayhem oh mayhem in may yeah all right put a pin there we'll have to work on that all right you guys but anyway if you guys want to I don't know, hang out with us a little bit more. You know, we have a lot of past episodes. If you're all caught up, we love you. We thank you. We'd also love to see you over on our Instagram page because we post often. We always have stories going on and we always will post post about the cases that we're covering, the people involved in those cases, all that stuff, some pod pets and podcasts, which we'd love for you guys to continue to send us. We love them. So if you wanted to go check us out, basically what you would do is you'd open up that little Instagram app on your phone. Correct. You would click it. And I have to make sure you're signed in. But then you would go to the little search button and you would click that. And in the little bar, you'd say about time for true crime pod with periods in between every word. And it's all words. So it's A-B-O-U-T period T-I-M-E period F-O-R period T-R-U-E period C-R-I-M-E period P-O-D. And then you'd find all of our fun stuff. Can you say it backwards? D-O-P period E-U-R-T period E-M-I-R-C period. Wait, what is E-M? R-O-F period. No, you started. period T-U-O-B-A. I th- did you do crime? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Did I? No. We'll find out. <laughs> I think you did have I think you did like time for about time uh, about crime. time for true time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, it's about time for true crime. <laughs> oh my gosh, about time for true crime pod with periods in between all those words. But if you had like a little lengthier message you wanted to send us or like social media isn't really your thing you could also email us we'd love for you to email us and you can do that at about time the number four 
tc at gmail.com so that is a-b-o-u-t-t-i-m-e the number four tc at gmail.com you guys dot com we would love to see you there we love to hear from you we want your requests we want your opinions on cases we've talked about do you disagree do you agree do you love it do you hate it tell us Mm -hmm. everything and just like I don't know. Send in some pictures of your pets. We love them. We'll share them unless you don't want us to, in which case we'll just send a reply that says so freaking cute. Just like that. Cure. Cure. <laughs> Can you tell we're tired? Whew, what a Thursday. Oh, about time for true crime dot com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, on that note, I believe that that was about time for true crime. Bye. Later.